It was a time. It was a time. We can start the show with that, though, Geez, before we do the Would You Rather. How was your trip to the DR, man? I cannot talk about it on the show, Chris. At all? That's what I'm trying to <laughs> Chris. I'm I'm being very serious. I cannot Gim talk said, about. Gim said a slug go a long way in international waters, my boy. Man, <laughs> listen, listen. I'm, I I'll put it like this: the conversion rate was fifty three to one. You telling me you falling out of love with me, boy? I'm scared was, of you, kids. I, hey, hey, listen. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. I was I was on my best on my best of best behavior, like literally the best behavior that I've like ever been on. Because um, yeah, but but um, we're we're we got a lot to talk about today, fellas. Week one in college football came and went. Week one in the NFL is coming up. We had some huge trades go on in the NBA. Absolute blockbuster trades and blockbuster trades because there's some moments you better bring your popcorn for. We're going to talk about that and get the pop pick them challenge rolling. We didn't have as many uh, participants as we thought, but we're still going to get into picking these games. So does that sound like a good show to y'all? Sound good to me. Great show. All righty. Well, fellas, let's get into it. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the Facts Over Axe crew. We got the master, the mix and master, Josh Gotten in the building. That is I. We got the money man, the man to playing, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And then you got the little old MC. That's me, Ken Gibbs. Now, fellas, for today's Would You Rather, the question is, would you rather have to eat chocolate on your pizza the next 20 times that you eat pizza or never eat chocolate again? So here's my thing. One, my answer is going to be the second one because I don't need to be eating chocolate. No way. I've been getting my diet has been almost perfect the past couple of months. Um, However, when you say pizza, are we just talking it has to have red sauce and cheese on it before you add this chocolate? So it has to be a savory pizza. So even if it doesn't have like marinara on it, it got to have like parm or it gotta have um uh barbecue sauce like it can't be like oh like i'm gonna make it one of those like little cute and quirky strawberry pizzas <laughs> right no nah, it gotta be a savory pizza and you drop a chocolate on top of it but here's what i was thinking i know y'all don't all had a situation where you got like a sweet and salty combination like have y'all had like chocolate covered pretzels or chips or something before yeah I feel like if you finesse in the toppings on this pizza, you can incorporate chocolate in there somehow and it's going to be fire. Hey, Chris, get him off the show. Hey, Chris, get this get this man off the damn show. Get him off the show. He don't no, belong here no more. I, 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 no, I, I feel like I feel like you can finesse it in a way. I'm still going with never eat chocolate again. But I feel like you could finesse that first option if you control your own toppings. You a sick man. You a, you a <laughs> sick man, dog. You are a sick, sick man. Chris, which one you going with, dog? I mean, I'm be honest. I love me some chocolate. I love me some chocolate. But chocolate on pizza is a step too far. And I think if I stop eating chocolate, I'll be better off. And I still can eat all the other type of candy. I just miss out on chocolate. So 
I'm gonna go with the second option, not eat chocolate for forever. I mean, end of the day, putting chocolate on pizza is like the like you know what I mean? Like that's just, it's like certain things that you can't just mix up and be like, okay, that's okay. You know, you that's like putting the wrong ingredient into like like okay. You got some people that like, like grits, they put sugar or salt in their grits, right? Or butter. Mm-hmm. Then you got some people that that put stuff like hot sauce. You be like, okay, it's grits. You can get away with it. But chocolate on pizza is just one thing that you just like, bro, even if you had the munchies, that don't even make sense. Even if you was on some drugs, that don't even make sense. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like you can't really explain why you put chocolate on your pizza. You you really can't. You like it's nothing you I can mean, say to if- me. If you had to like explain that this was like what was given to you, you could tell people like, listen, these were my options. All right. This is what I had to do. I'm doing what I got to do so I can eat chocolate again. Yeah, but they'll still be like, bro, you like chocolate that much? Like, you know what I mean? They'll be like, like, chocolate mean that much to you? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, well, I guess I'm gonna be by myself. So here. gives you eat chocolate. all that talking you just did, you eat oh, chocolate absolutely. on the pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, what? What? And, and here's the sick part about it. I like really rock with pizza. Like it's it is the cheapest, yeah. most cost effective thing possible. Like even when you think about the fact that they raise the price of hot and ready or whatever, when you really think about how much food you're getting for like five, six bucks, like it's there's nothing that comes close. With that being said. I really rock with chocolate, bro. Like, I'm not about to, I'm not about to like miss out on that for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> what? True. Cause, true. cause mind you, you're not just talking about like regular, like, oh, this is a Hershey's bar or whatever. Cause Hershey's bars are gross. Um, no. A light drizzle is actually a great idea, North. That's actually a great idea. But yeah, the, the reality is if you're telling me like, yo, like, you got to miss out on all forms of chocolate, including chocolate ice cream, bro, I love Talindi. What? Oh, hold on. I might have to change my answer. Hold on. Talenti? Hold on. Bro, I'm not missing out on that. I'm not missing out on that. Have you had the s'mores Ben and Jerry's? I haven't. I haven't. I'm not a big Ben and Jerry's guy. Bro, please go get you a s'mores Ben and Jerry and holler back at me, dog. Let me tell you, that salted caramel Talenti? Listen, I, I would eat redacted to get to that. You understand? <laughs> and y'all know. Y'all know. You understand? Yes, like sir. fresh after club redacted to get to <laughs> to get to that Talenti. You understand? Hey, I'm messing around. Chris, Chris face got too twisted. Chris face got too twisted. Nah, man, you lost me with that, man. You lost me with that one. So I think I think I found a way to we can finesse this and actually taste indecent though, Gibbs. Have you ever had a very rich, like dark chocolate? Yeah. You telling me a drizzle of that on a pizza wouldn't be all right? I mean, I think it would still be disgusting, but like... It would be much better than putting like some milk chocolate on there or something. It oh, would be 100%. a much better taste. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Like, and granted, we're not talking about like the pizza got to be like covered in Twix or nothing like that. Like that's that's a different breed, but just chocolate. I, I can see that. I can see that. All right, so... Let's go ahead and get into the show, man. Let's let's go ahead and get into the show because both of those options were mid. And speaking of both options being mid, Donovan <laughs> Mitchell was traded from the Utah Jazz, the Rudy Gobertless Utah Jazz, to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Fellas, who won this trade? Talk to me. The Utah Jazz. 
I know it. I know it seems like a big deal when you're giving up two players. That's all stars, mm-hmm. borderline superstar in Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. But Utah won this trade by a landslide. By a landslide, you say. by a landslide. Let's break it down from this perspective. Okay. Do both of y'all think that we've already seen Utah ceiling ceiling as far as playoff projections go? A hundred percent. So they weren't uh, going to get any better with that core. Fair. They ain't like playing together no more. Gobert and Cat is the core right now in Minnesota. And we are some basketball guys on this show. So we know our takes, and we've heard the takes of other basketball analysts, podcasts, whatever the case may be. I don't even think we like have solidified that Minnesota is going to be a playoff team this upcoming season. That's That's actually very fair. I think that they'll be solidly in the playoffs. I think that they'll be a six ma- maximum five or four C max. I'll, I'll, I'll say oh, it. I'll say it an example for this case. 2K okay. come out Friday, right? Uh huh. Either one of y'all picking Minnesota? Absolutely not. Absolutely. All right. I, I'm a big Ant Edwards guy, though. I'm a big Ant Edwards guy. That's why. Either one of y'all picking Cleveland. Oh, no. no I think no, Cleveland's no. projections are much better in the East. I honestly can see Cleveland being a four or five seed, but they, I don't they see remind, them. Oh, yeah. I, I would just say I don't see them sniffing like a championship. I think I think Cleveland's ceiling is higher uh, than than Utah's for sure. I think that that's that's not even close. But even if you're talking about the uh, the Timberwolves, I think that their ceilings are basically identical. Just in I mean, this is the Spider Man meme pointing at each other because. I think their their ceilings, <laughs> as far as what they can be next year, I think they're pointing at each other like, "Hey, evil twin, evil twin." That's that's now. What they do got you going see? On. Do you know how many uh, first round picks that Utah has in the next seven drafts? Uh, didn't they get seven out of the Gobert and the the Donovan Mitchell deal? They have seventeen first round picks in the next seven seasons. Whew. Ooh-wee. And they, hey, they still going. have a team right now to where they're not going to be bottom of the barrel in the West. They're not going to be a playoff team, but they can still pull off a 10-11 seed this season. They they got Sam Presti talking about this GM spitting. This GM <laughs> is spitting with all that draft capital. I love it. But you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So I think that Utah won this draft by a landslide. Not only are they going to tank this season and be in the victor sweepstakes, but they can build around Victor. They have crazy cap space. They have 17 first round picks in the next seven drafts. And they gave away two players who one didn't enjoy playing together. Two have reached their ceiling as far as the duo goes. And three, both of the teams that they traded those pieces to are not going to sniff any kind of success in the playoffs. That's fair. That's fair. Chris, Utah ran off the plug twice. Ran off on the plug. Steady calling. He ain't calling bite. <laughs> yeesh. Yeesh. Chris, who you think won this trade, man? Man, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going Utah as well. So let me paint a picture for the audience. So that Utah team had Mike Conley, um, Donovan Mitchell. Joe Ingles was there, but he got traded. So Bogdan. Then they had, uh, what's my man's name? He just went to Brooklyn. Help me out. Help me out. Help me out. Far forward. Um, um, uh, O'Neal? Yeah. Yeah. Royce, yeah, O'Neal. Royce, O'Neal. Royce O'Neal. Rudy Gobert. 
That was their starting five with Jordan Clarkson off the bench. Yep. <clears throat> Can you please tell me, okay, when they first assembled this team, Mike Conley wasn't that much far removed from his prime, right? He was about two years out of his prime. Yeah, say about one, one, two years at the most. Is it yeah. not fair to say that Darius Garland is not yet as good as Mike Conley was in his prime? Like, he, he he's good, but he's not as good as Mike Conley was in his prime. I'd agree with that. I'd yeah, Darius okay. Garland probably a better scorer, but Mike Conley controlled but, the game as a yeah, point guard. I was about to say, everything exactly, else, exactly. Okay, everything okay, else I okay. think that Conley got him. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we could all agree that Jared Allen and, and Rudy Gobert, they, they Pretty much the same style player, defensive anchors and versatile uh, where they can play um, next to the post or next to the other side of the post. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Evan Mobley, between Bogdan and Royce O'Neal, right now in his career, I wouldn't say he's clear ahead of Bogdan yet as a player. I mean, Are they starting the Mobley three- and Allen? They start next to each Mobley other and Adam and Allen. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mobley is not clear of who? I, I don't think he's a like like it's not miles apart of him. Like he's better, but I don't think he's miles apart of him yet at this point in his career. At this point. No, in his but career. wait, wait, wait. You're you're talking about Bogdan Bojanovic. Just, yeah. Just, just be yeah. sure. Number 44, the shooter from Utah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think that now here's here's the thing. I think that it depending on the system. It can be close because if you ask old boy to do anything other than shoot, no, no, he was their number one. He was their number one playmaker when Mike Conley was out. He was their go-to guy to get the ball in rotation stuff like that. that. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But what I'm saying, okay, if you talk about his ability to playmate and his shooting, you still got to take it to the totality of who he is. Defensively, you got a turnstile guy right there on the boards. He going to give you precious little, even though he's out there at the three or four spot. I'm I'm saying, I'm saying Royce. But but in the right system, in the right system where you use him like, like a stretch four, where you kind of let him control the pace a little bit. He he, he give you right, right. I can see where you're going. I can see where you're going. Okay. Okay. So, so Cleveland, Cleveland, answer this question for me. If it didn't work in Utah, Y'all said, oh, no, 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 no. Our team was way better than that Utah team. Mind you, Rudy Gay came off the bench and Jordan Clarkson came off the bench. Can y'all name me two players off the bench better than Rudy Gay and Jordan Clarkson? Uh, in Cleveland? It, it, no, no. Is it, Chetty Osmond still there? No, nah, I'm just playing. Chetty Osmond. Right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Okay, not okay. Wrong. So, so Cleveland said, you know what? Our team is so different from that Utah team. Let's give them our whole future. And go all in on Donovan Mitchell and, and wait on Mobley and Garland's development to happen. Because I'm be honest with you, Jared Allen, he's going to get a little bit better, but he kind of peaked early in his career. You know what I mean? Like, he hit a, he hit almost hit his ceiling. He got a little bit more to go, but I don't think he becomes no... Yeah, Jared Allen is in the same league with JaVale McGee's and, exactly. and Mitchell Robinson's. Exactly. Like, he's an athletic honestly, shot blocking honestly, dude. I think that Honestly, I think that's a good thing. I think that's yeah, it is. It is. If we're it really is. being honest about today's centers, is way too many that think like, "Oh, I'm gonna step out here and shoot 35 percent from three. You're not. You're not, buddy. <laughs> it's, it's, not. It's, it's a good thing. Go it's a, a good thing. But he's still no go bear. So yes, Mobley is better, but Allen isn't a go bear. So Cleveland looked at that team and said, "Well, they didn't go nowhere in the playoffs. Let's try it on the East." Okay. Let me let me just name some teams on the East for y'all. Miami Heat. Eastern Conference appearance, Eastern mm-hmm. Conference finals appearance, Boston Celtics, Eastern Conference appearance, finals appearance, 
Philadelphia 76ers. Very, very talented team. And they got better. Okay? Milwaukee Bucks. Very, very talented team. And they're going to get better. Yeah. People forget that Giannis is only 26, 27 years old. Like, like I don't think people really understand that. I, I think Giannis is cursed with success. He's cursed because <laughs> I don't think that they can properly build around him like they need to because he's been so good. I don't think they can. Exactly. Think- but but Chris Middleton was out all last season. Drew Holiday was banged up, but he played okay. He didn't play great, but they're going to be better this year. But that's the thing. Drew Holiday's best days are behind him. Like, whether yeah. we want to talk he about it or not. He don't have to be. He don't, he yeah. don't have to be. He's got to be a three or four guy. I, I agree with that. But what I'm saying is, Chris Middleton, I think that we've seen the best Chris Middleton we're ever going to see, too. Oh, I don't yeah, think definitely, we're seeing definitely. a better Chris Middleton than what we've already seen. Exactly. So with that, being, exactly. with that being said, the pairing of him and Giannis on the right year, maybe? Maybe? I can see it. I can yeah, see they got, they got one year. off. They got one off of them already. That's what I'm saying. I, I could see them potentially maybe winning one more, but I get what you're saying with the, they're, they're in the East. That's going to be a tough out. That's okay. They, tough you got Brooklyn Nets. Okay. They're, they're back. Yeah, I know, Gibbs. I knew you was going to do that. But with them three players on the floor, you still have to mention their name. You still have to mention their name. You also have the Atlanta Hawks who picked up DeJounte Murray. We have a start lineup of DeJounte Murray, Trey Young, John Stop Collins. Stop drinking that Nets Kool-Aid. Stop drinking that Nets Kool-Aid. Listen, drinking listen. it. You, you, still got the, you still got the Atlanta Hawks, though, who got a loaded start lineup now. You drinking loaded. that Nets purple drink. It's going to hurt you in the <laughs> end, my brother. It's going to hurt you hey, in the hey, end, my hey, brother. I, I'm saying you still got to bring them up, man. They got KD, Kyrie, Ben Simmons. I mean. I, I hear you. I hear you. I And then, and then Cleveland thought Cleveland thought they could take that Jazz team over there and remaster it with some different players under the coach that they have, who is a, a, a okay coach. I mean, he's not really like no coach that's like, oh, yeah, he instantly going to make that locker room a better place, you know? And yeah. they brought it to the East where the East is actually looking like the more tougher division now. You know what I mean? Like tougher to get out the East now. So yeah. I, I don't understand why Cleveland just let Utah fleece them in a way of all them picks. Like they, literally their whole draft capital. I get, I guess I got to be the guy to say it because nobody want to hear it. But, but I got to say it. The team that gets the best player wins these trades. I'm sorry to tell y'all. We have seen teams load up, get absolutely stacked to the gills with draft capital, i.e. the the 76ers. What do 76ers have to show for that? Embiid. Oh, no, no, no. But what do they have to show? What banner can they hang because of that? Uh, I mean, they don't have one yet. (laughs) We, We almost were there if it weren't for Kawhi. That better. Wait, what was that? The Eastern Conference Finals? Or was that the semifinals? That was the second round. That was the second round. Man. Did, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> of the jury. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Chet just got hurt. The Thunder are also counting on another big that's very similar to Chet to, to develop and be good. They also had a problem of there's this thing that happens in nature, right? When trees are like growing and all that, all the trees can't be planted at the same time. There need to be older, bigger trees to like cover the little trees from things that like they're not prepared for. That also happens in life in these locker rooms. There need to be vets to prepare these guys for like, hey, you're going to see this, you're going to see that. It's, it's important to have vets. 
the OGs in the Thunder locker room are Shane Gilgis, Alexander, and Luke Dort. <laughs> Listen, I'm not, I am not, I am not saying that, you know, these teams, it's impossible that any of them get good or hit, but they all got trees that are the same age. They're all hitting the same problems together. None of them have seen it and been through it to say, hey, man, this is what you need to do. You in the slump right now. This is how we're going to get out of it. We're going to be all right. So to me, to me, the Cleveland Cavaliers will have a slightly better upside in the immediate possible. Who the, who the old trees in the Cleveland locker room? Because Donovan Mitchell is look like the old tree in that locker room. But that but that's the thing, though. They have talent. They have talent. So it's not the same as like when you got all these players that you're hoping develop and grow into something. You can't do that without the OGs, without the veterans. Now, when you have players that are proven, sure, you don't need the the Tree Rollins of the world. You don't need the Kendrick Perkins in, in Cleveland. You don't need that when you've got the talent. But when you're a young team, you need one or two of those guys that's just going to be there and just be, hey, I'm a consummate professional. I can show you how to do things. So to me, I think it's very clear. Cleveland won this trade, man. I, I hate to say it. They got, they got the better player. They... It's it's a reality that I'm looking at. They're probably going to be slightly behind in the rankings because, like we talked about, the East is more difficult than the West. But eh, I don't know, man. I'm All I'm saying is these teams need balance, and there's too many teams loading up on draft capital that don't got squat to show for it. That, in the words of the chat, they don't got dick to show for it, okay? <laughs> they, don't, they don't have nothing to show. All the draft capital in the world, and what are they coming out of it with? Yay, we went to the second round. Woo. Well, well, I will say, I will say, Miami took advantage of the draft capital they got. I will say that. Yeah. When they when they acquired Jimmy Butler, it started them building. They took they drafted Bam, high overall pick. He was like a lottery pick still. They grabbed Tyler Hero later, later down the line. I mean, the 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 Heat took advantage, and I think they got them a finals appearance, and Jimmy was one shot away from going back to the finals again. Uh, the next year after. So I feel that, but they're the exception, not the rule. How many teams have we seen load up in just the last five, six years? How many teams have we seen load up on the draft capital, do everything they can to like, hey, we won't draft, we won't draft. It's, we won't only, draft. it's, only, Remember, it's only been Philly, Miami. Um, Philly, Miami, the Magic, OKC, OKC and Utah. Because oh, the Magic the loaded magic, up. Yeah. The Magic loaded up. Remember, when they got rid of Vooch, when they got rid of all those guys, they loaded up on the draft pick. And what do they got to show for it? They got the they got the uh, Wagner well, they got, brothers. They got the Wagner brothers. They got Paolo <laughs> this year. They got Cole Anthony Gibbs. You need to tell me those. Not Cole Anthony. Anthony? <laughs> hey yo, hey yo, hey Skip. You mean to tell me that they ain't hey, got nobody oh with that? They got Cole Anthony, man. Let me tell you something. I would rather the Pistons hang a banner that says "We got to the play in" than say "We got Cole Anthony out of draft capital." <laughs> what? Hey, hey, hey T, I, I was being sarcastic, Cole Anthony in a world beater, but he ain't bad, bro. He ain't bad. Real, real quick, just for a quick segue, bad. looking at the guards in the East, the Pistons backcourt low key might dominate a couple teams this season. I know, I know, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's a whole, it's a whole bunch of babies playing guards in the East this season, and the yeah. Pistons' smallest guard is 6'5", 220. Yes, excellent, excellent, most well, most well, splendid. <laughs> um, but 
nah, man. I, all I'm saying is this. Again, I'm, I used to be a proponent of like, if you're not going to win, build for the future. But teams have taken it to such extremes that like they're perpetually stuck in like future mode and the present never arrives. Like they just they just stay like, oh, one day we're going to get it together. Again, we just named six teams. The Heat, the Magic, the Jazz, OKC, and well, um, I get you could throw the Lakers in there. They build up draft capital, but they knew Brian was coming. Like it was a wink, wink with the Lakers and Brian, and they knew he was coming though. So, but can we can we really count the Lakers building up draft capital? Because I mean, they, 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 they did build draft capital. They did. They did. They did. Who did they get rid after, of to build after, draft capital? No, after Kobe, they literally tanked the next three years after Kobe. They didn't yeah. tank. They just sucked. Like they didn't go out to be bad. They hey, were just bad. And somebody that watched all of those games. We wasn't taking them boys are playing their heart out. Robert Sacre is Robert Sacre. I'm sorry to tell you, bro. A seven oh, Hey man, them line. Hey, Steve, I mean, what was our line now? We we had Steve uh, Blake. Steve Blake. Steve Clarkson. Blake. <laughs> Clarkson. Who was at the three? Uh, was it Swaggy P? Was it Swaggy? Swaggy P at the three. Jordan Hill at the four. Jordan four. Hill and Sacre <laughs> at the five. We had Jordan Ooh. Hill. I mean, we oh, had I got uh, you. But, but, who's but off the bench? Tyree Black they, off the bench. They, they, they stood pat. They didn't trade anything. They when they traded a player, they got a second round picks back, and that led them to getting LeBron, who eventually led them to getting well. What's they got them Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, and all of them. But I don't think that's the same as like the other teams that we're talking about. Either they were decent or near decent, and they were like, "We're gonna get rid of our best player intentionally because we want to build for the future." The Lakers right. didn't do that in the same way. The Lakers are the Lakers, bro. Like it's certain teams they're never Man. gonna have to go out and, and like. You know, be proactive yeah. in making the future happen. I, I know we got to get to football, but this would make me so mad about this team. I'm about to say they should have went all in on getting KD. I'm saying you should have gave the the stars in the move. If the Pelicans would have gave up everything for KD, and that's Zion included. If oh, you yeah, take 100%. Zion and then your whole future, the Pelicans would be contending for a top three seed this year. 100%. 100%. The Pelicans team is deep. To me, I would have gave up Zion and the Smoothie King Arena for KD. Let me tell you something. To me, I don't. I was not saying that Zion should not have gotten the supermax. But what I will say is, I don't understand the idea of like hold on to him because he's gonna slim down. He's gonna get more trim. He's gonna get better. When in reality, like, where's the guarantee in that? Where's the guarantee? Like if if it's not, I, I would have went with KD. If you put KD with CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Valachunez, Herbert Jones, Jose Alvarado, come on now, I, that's six players I just named. Yeah, that's six. solid. They and they still have three, four more players that can ball. Yeah. I would have gave the house the start, and they got Willie Green coaching. He been yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal. He has, he has. Everybody was dogging him. But this, but that's the thing. So many teams are afraid. They're they're always in this mode of like the future, the future, the future. And again, if we look at the NBA as it's currently constructed right now, if we look at the teams who are like really good, who loaded up on draft capital, I'll I'll go out of my way and include teams that aren't in the past five years or so. We can throw the Celtics in there. After they got rid of the big three, they got a ton of draft capital for it. They turned those draft picks into Tatum. Brown, smart. They turned those draft picks into really good things. Oh, yeah. no hesitation there. No hesitation there. Sure. The the Celtics are in that group. The Heat are in the group that they turned their draft capital into good stuff. 
Um, and who else? Who else would be? They turned the, the draft Timberwolves. Out. I guess you could say, but they didn't turn it into mm. nothing special. I mean, they did get cat. They did get what's his face. Uh, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. That I hear you, and I'm with you. But these next two seasons will determine whether or not the Timberwolves were successful in their play for the future mode. Because they, oh, they, just, they still ain't gonna win nothing. <laughs> they gave away the, but they gave away the bar and they get, they threw it all out. They gave everything, but including the kitchen sink that, to yeah, get Rudy. So I'm gonna be honest with y'all, bro. If Anthony Edwards take the leap that he's supposed to take this year, if he takes that leap, I'm not gonna lie to you. Add and go, bear him and Cat and D'Lo. If he takes that leap. It's going to be scary on the West. I, I'm telling y'all, y'all hearing my mom. You think Donovan Mitchell good? If Anthony, bro, Anthony, I ain't never seen nobody with <clears> as <throat> much talent as Anthony Edwards this early in their career. He is he is probably more skilled than D. Wade was at his position. Christopher Aloysius Allen. Let me let you in on the secret. I said skill, not better player, but he's let more me, skilled. Let me let you in on the secret, Chris. Let me let you in on the secret. That team, I don't think the problem is going to be it. I don't think he's going to be the problem at all. I think the guys around him are going to be yeah. the problem. I mean, who though? They fixed that problem. If you, if you, Cat, no, Cat, but that's the thing. But that's the that's the thing though. They fixed that problem with Cat by adding Gobert. Now Cat can do whatever he but wants to do because you got defense the in the paint covered. But here's the problem with that. Here's the problem with that. You're saying Cat can do whatever he wants. In the new league of small ball, Cat's going to be playing the four, right? Who is this man going to keep up with at the four? Who? Cat not slow now. He just ain't going to guard nobody. He doesn't. They it's don't... not about. It's never been about. There is no skill that when Cat is going hard, he sucks at. There is not one. Not one. Very seriously. Perimeter defense, interior defense, rebound. Everything that you need a big to do, he can do it when he wants to do it. But that when he wants to do it is a big if. That's hey. a huge. <laughs> y'all imagine cat. Y'all imagine cat out there on the floor with that Golden State death line up. Oh, boy. <laughs> that boy is gonna oh, be a blender. Wiggins, Wiggins at the four. Oh my god. Where's the defender? <laughs> that man just got cut because he is a center. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. We got to clip that one. We got That's what's going to happen. That, yeah. Listen, yeah. I love I love me some cat. I was the biggest cat fan. I just knew he was going to get it together and make that team be something special. He just don't got that dog in him. He literally, that is the one player that like that dog in the meme is like, the dog just ain't there. We we can see the ribs, we can see the heart, we can see all that. <laughs> it ain't no dog there, and that's the problem. So, I mean, I'm that's just why saying. I think Gobert helps out a lot, though. Gobert bring what? that dog, and Cat might be. I don't know, bro. I get what you're saying, Giz. I'm not disagreeing with you. If Cat can find I'll tell a way you, to if, turn if it Cat, if, if that's what I was about to say. If Cat has his intensity turned up, if he has his intensity turned up, I don't even think that Ant Man needs to take a huge leap. I think if Ant is slightly oh, better than what he was last bro. year. No, no, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm saying if, if Ant does take the huge leap and Cat turns it on, oh yeah, I think I think that they're probably bro, gonna be bro, bro. Uh, conference finals, maybe the finals. Look Absolutely. at look at look at the first 41 games from Ant last year and look at the second 41. But Chris, what I'm saying bro. is what I'm what I'm saying, I'm not saying what Ant will or would not be. I'm saying counting on Ant to take that leap and Cat to be locked in, you know, that's like saying, hey, bro, like. 
This oh, is, I get this you. Is, I get you. But I'm saying Ant gonna take the type of leap, but I don't think he gonna have to. I don't think I think Cat just keep doing what he's doing and he'll be all right. That's like a broke man saying, man, my, my girl sure do do everything right when I'm paying all the bills. Well, of course, but you broke. You can't do it. You can't. It's just not in you. It's not, no offense, but like that we in late stage capitalism. We in late stage capitalism that's whooping on you. That's the reality. I, listen, I, I for for the sake of the Timberwolves and their fans, I hope you're right. Because the, the Timberwolves fans really are a tortured fan base that deserves better. But we're going to see. We're going to see. And now, switching over to another thing that we're going to see is these NFL, uh, this NFL season is about to start up. We got some new faces or some old faces in some new places. Broncos country, let's ride. We got some good things going on in many a place. Fellas, tell me who are going to win these divisions. Talk to me. All right. I'm going to start up first. Let's uh, start AFC. AFC East. Bills winning. I think the Bills win AFC East by a landslide. A lot of people... I've been hearing everywhere. I've always been a fan of this guy. I never thought he was the best in the league, but coming into the season, a lot of people saying Josh Allen, the best quarterback in the game. <clears throat> I don't agree with that, but I, it's a take. It's a take, I guess. I, I would say he's possibly top three. I would put him at I'm four. Sorry, I had something in my throat. My but uh, AFC West? Um, AFC West. I got these all written down. AFC West. I got the Chiefs winning. I got the Chiefs winning the AFC West. I think Mahomes got something to prove. And um, I think this is the first year that the Chiefs really got a chip on their shoulder. And with that core, I think that they want to come out and prove early because the Chiefs are that team. It's always that one team that's so good. They feel like they got a switch that they can flip on. And last year, that switch just didn't quite work for them. So I think they're going to put the work in early to win a division. I wanted to lean towards... Um, San Diego, but I don't have the faith in Justin Herbert that I do a lot of quarterbacks. They actually L.A. Chargers now, Brody. I'm sorry, man. Mama named San Diego. I'm going to call them San Diego. Yeah, I ain't mad at you. Because, you know, they moved the Raiders out, so they moved in. Yeah, I'm 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 forgetting, man. I got too much. I played too many. Shout out to Ron Burgundy. Stay classy, San Diego. Shout out to Ron Burgundy. I played too many um, games on Madden 07 with Ladanian Tomlinson for it to be out of my brain. Boy, when he had that little stiff arm X Factor thing. (laughs) (laughs) See, side note, that's why I get so bad at people when they're like, oh my God, Madden added in this new feature. I'm like, bro, that was on Madden 06. Do you remember when they first introduced the hit stick? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yo, I had Steven Jackson rushing for 5,000 yards a season. Remember, it was, it was first it was the hit stick, then it was the lead blocker, then it was, um, <laughs> then it was no, the highlight catch. stick, then it was no. the highlight stick with it. Yep. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you what, they, listen, they, Madden is like, haha, we've got all these new features for you. And I'm like, that feature's 18 years old, dog. Right. <laughs> If that I don't know. were a person, it would be able to sign up for the war. What are you I, doing? I, I felt so way racially about uh, the quarterback vision on Madden 06. Oh, it was definitely racially motivated. Because I, <laughs> bro, every black quarterback vision was the like this. That, the fact that Donovan McNabb had a similar vision cone to Rex Grossman is all you needed to know. A hundred percent racist. Hey, motivated. when you play with the Bears, Rex Grossman was low key a dog. He had he had Muhammad over there. 
And that's what I'm saying. They, they were, <laughs> Rex Grossman ain't never been good. He has never been good. What are we doing here? The Bears is low-key dangerous. What are we doing? So, All right. now tell me, who you got in the AFC South? AFC South, I'm going with the Colts. Okay. I'm going with the Colts. Right. Reason is, I think that um, the story in the AFC South is going to be Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor button heads for who is the best running back in the game. And I think Jonathan Taylor takes the crown as the best running back in the NFL this season. Mm. Okay. 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 You got AFC North? AFC North, I got the Ravens. I think wow. – uh, I got the Ravens for sure. I think I think Lamar Jackson is going to do absolutely any and everything um, to to make sure that because a lot of people still calling Lamar Jackson a, a glorified running back. I'm not going to say what demographic of people are still saying that he had some terrible pieces with him last season. And I think regardless of what the the Ravens have done this offseason to put around him, I think Lamar Jackson has something to prove. And I think when he has something to prove, he's still probably the most dangerous weapon in football. Mm-hmm. Also, on top of that, I think the Bengals are going to win one or two less games than them. And that's, I don't want to call the Bengals what they did last season a fluke because y'all knew since the beginning of the last season, uh, I was a big fan of Joe, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. But I don't think they're going to match the productivity this season that they had last year. Okay. Hurry up, man, to the NFC, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> NFC, NFC East, I got the Eagles. Mm. Oh, that's oh. a trendy pick. That's a trendy pick. Everybody loving the NFC. Uh, everybody loving the Eagles. Talk to us. Why you got the Eagles, man? I just got the Eagles winning because I feel like their defense is going to hold up. It's going to kind of carry the team. And the only reason I have them winning the division is because I, I have absolutely no faith in the Cowboys. Ooh. Outside of Ooh. Michael Parsons, I don't think it's going to be any... Ooh. I don't think it's going to be any bright spot on the Cowboys this season besides Michael Parsons. Oh my God! Hey, hey, JD, he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. he was just talking. <laughs> we love our fellow cast that graduates on this show, man. And we we got faith in you. We we got faith in you to be a bright spot that deep because Lord knows Anthony Brown ain't, ain't never ever 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 been a bright spot on no team. That's another story for another time. Anyway, alrighty. So who else you got in the uh, NFC? NFC North. I got the Packers. Uh, hurt me to say that as a Lions fan, but I just got the Packers by default. Cause like, who was going to win the division? I mean, mm-hmm. hey, you, you're making some points. You spitting? You spitting? Um, yeah. NFC South, I got the Buccaneers. Just cause I feel like if the Buccaneers don't win it, who else going to win the division? Of course, you got Tom Brady behind center. You always got a good chance of winning the division, but I think it's kind of one of those default picks. The Buccaneers just don't have a lot of steep competition in their division this season. I feel like. And then mm-hmm. NFC West, I think the Rams and the 49ers are going to be going back and forth for that one slot. But I got the Rams. I think with all of those pieces and uh, how much money they've poured into that team coming off the high and winning the Super Bowl, I think those uh, pieces, although a good handful of them are getting up in age, I think they got one last good run in them. Okay. All right. Chris, who you got winning these divisions, man? I'll start the NFC since he started with it. NFC South. Okay. Okay, okay. Let's be clear here. Let's be clear here. Becker Mayfield moves the needle for no team. Okay, moves the needle for no team. <laughs> I'm sorry, sweet Carolina, but I don't even got y'all winning y'all first game against the Browns with Geno Atkins at quarterback. So, <laughs> Tampa Bay is the easiest answer here. Now, here's where I'm going to disagree with Josh first. I'm going with the Vikings of the NFC North. The Vikings have a sleeper team this year, okay? 
Adam Thielen is no longer asked to be a number one or a two receiver. He's a number three receiver right now on that team. Okay? And sometimes he's going to have to be a number two receiver. But right now, number three receiver, I'm going Adam Thielen on any roster as my number three receiver. And the Packers, they shredded their depth apart to pay Aaron Rodgers, who I don't even think Aaron Rodgers is going to feel like playing after game six this year. I really do not. I really do not. The Lions and the Bears are still a few years away from being relevant, but I think they have better seasons, and I think they give the Packers troubles in both games because who Aaron Rodgers going to throw the ball to? They paid all the money to Aaron Rodgers. Um, NFC West. Now, I thought long and hard on this. Let me tell you how long I thought. I got the Rams. That's how long I thought. It's so simple. <laughs> <laughs> it's so simple. It's so simple. Um, the Cardinals have Cliff Kingsbury still at coach. So I would let Gibbs get Chris Kingsbury after get him out I go. Because you know. Get him yep, out of yep. here, man. Oh, I, even crazy. Crazy. I got the Cardinals finishing last in the division this season. Ooh, oh, behind the Seahawks? Yep. Ooh. I got the Cardinals getting five wins. Ooh. Jesus. Okay, now Cliff ain't that bad. But I mean, Cliff I, always gonna start off hot. That's that's one thing you know you gonna get with Cliff. He yeah. gonna start off hot as fish. Yeah, I'm about to say he might but, win the first five. But my my thing is, if you look at how much they traded, they they depth in the secondary. I feel like those other teams in the NFC West, they might lose all six of those games in their division. Mm. Mm. Well, that's tough. Well, the Rams adding the Rams keeping everybody except Odell, which he was just like a like like frosting on the cake. Honestly, I mean, I mean, if you really look at Odell, Odell was a you want to put it in basketball terms. Odell was a he was I don't want to say you that watch, but he was he was like Iverson on the Pistons type icing on the cake. Yeah, that's I, what I'm saying. I'll tell like, you this. I'll tell you this. Odell meant a lot when he was on the field. But number one, he joined that team in the middle of the season. Number two, he got hurt in the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. it, there really wasn't that big of a window for him to get acclimated to the playbook and do what needs to be done. Right, that's what I'm saying. So they lost Odell, but they picked up Bobby freaking Wagner. Yeah, I don't Bobby know what I get, I get Bobby Wagner old, but it's Bobby Wagner. He's, he's lost a step, but he still, he may have lost a step, but his arms and hands, those are still, if he grabs you, you're going down. You're, you're there's no it's Bobby Wagner. He has yeah. he has the one of the best play rec, and I know I'm speaking Madden term, but that's a real life term too. He has one of the best decision makings in, in linebacker history. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. He 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 is a film rat, he knows where the ball is gonna be before the offense Come on, knows man. where you want to go. So. And you be to tell me Trey Lance is gonna yeah, anyway. That division was easy. Um NFC East. Now, this is where I struggle at, man. This is where I struggle. You know, the commanders, they aren't terrible. They are not terrible. Like, this is the NFC East we're talking about. You don't have to be star-studded to win this division, okay? This is the, the division that every game in this conference is a 50-50 game. Like, it can go either way. I was really struggling between this division, between all four of them, honestly, because I think the Giants are due for a good year. Uh, if you look at the years they played with Eli. <laughs> no, no, hear me out. 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 If you look at the years they played with Eli, they always had like three trash years. And then randomly, they had a year where it was like, who are these giants? 
like my who brother are these in Christ, giants? my brother in Christ. I want to give you the latitude to get that takeoff. But this is the worst receiving core, I think, in the league. Like, I agree I, with you. I don't think that there's like one receiving core that's near. Kenny Galladay <laughs> looks so I have never seen a wide receiver take as hard of a drop as fast. Like he just Listen, forgot yes, how to play I, football. I, the Monstars took his talent. And then you got yes. Kadarius Tony that they want to get rid of. And then you got Sterling Shepard that's always hurt. I, where they I, I got you, Giz. I got you, but I'm telling you. Saquon fully healthy. Daniel Jones gonna be better. I, I just it's the Giants, bro. You you know how the Giants are. Gives think about when they only had Brandon Jacobs, a terrible offensive line, and Eli Manning. They somehow, some way, they were a relevant team. It's just the Giants' nature. They always because have that one defense year. was crazy. That well, defense had OC Umanor, Justin Tuck, Michael Strahan. Like what? I agree yes, with you. Gives. I agree with you, get, but all I'm saying is that they, I'm not saying they're going to win the division. I didn't pick them to win the division. I just said they're not terrible as I, they listen, were the last I, year. I, I think that they're going to get Bryce Young next year. I think that they, <laughs> they won that. Congratulations, Giants. Go ahead and get your Bryce Young jerseys ready, y'all, because you got them. You, you got them. It's going to be yeah. real tough sledding for anybody to lose as many games as y'all going to lose this year. But proceed, bro. Yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Cowboys. Only because, only because they got two of the best running back combos in the league with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. They also, Dak Prescott, lost one of his receivers, but he already was kind of deep. And that defense is still, you know, relatively solid. I mean, Trey Diggs had the most interceptions last year. I mean, Jordan Lewis is a, a, a multi-million dollar quarter, cornerback now. He Cass really is a good alone. nickel, though. He, re- he really right. is a good nickel. Right. Like, very, He's a very solid, He's like, a very, very solid. I'm not even just saying that because I went to Cass Tech. I- I'm being honest. JD is really him. Um, And they also have a, a, a high-power offense that they can out, they can, they can win shootouts, and they can stop people on defense if they have to. I mean, the Cowboys all around are just the best team in this division to me. The Eagles was second, and then the Commanders and Eagles, I was going back and forth because the Commanders aren't as bad as people think. Uh, to I agree. They, they, I agree. They, 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 they're a sleeper team, but I'm going to go to the Cowboys. Now, here we go to the AFC. Now, Josh, I disagree with you with two of those. Wait till you hear my picks for this one. Right. Only one I agree with you was the Bills. Only one I agree with you. Mm. Okay. All right. The AFC West. I get you picked the Chiefs. They got the best player, probably the best quarterback in football right now, Patrick Mahomes. I know it don't seem like it because he didn't go in the Super Bowl, but I get it. But Sorensen still has a jersey. Okay? 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 And for this to be the toughest division, like, this is the toughest division by far. Like, last year we were talking about the Rams division, the NFC West. This division, oh, my God. Denver upgraded. The Chiefs didn't do anything, really. They lost players. The Raiders upgraded. And the Chargers got drastically better. Like, I'm talking insanely better. Just just a quick note. Sorensen is a saint now. Just a quick note. Sorensen is a saint now. Yep. They got rid of Daniel Daniel Sorensen. Just letting you know. What'd they get for him, though? What'd they get for him? Um, they just gave him up. He did. He they just didn't resign him. They just oh, okay, him. okay, yeah. okay. I thought I thought they I thought he still had a, a one year left. That's why I said that. No, nah, they they told bro, if you look at the back of one more receiver's head, you're out of here. 
And he said, well, I'm going to do that anyway. I'm going to do that anyway. That's how I am. So, All right. No. But I really had to think long and hard on this. But because they lost Tyreek Hill and they still don't have a defense that's reliable, even though they lost Sorensen, I, I mean, they didn't bring nobody that was relevant or else I would have knew about it. Um, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Keenan Allen, yes, he's older, but he's averaged six touchdowns for the last three of the four seasons. He also is a 100-yard-a-game player most weeks. Um, and they just Mike Williams as well. And they got Eckler back. The Chargers, Justin Herbert. The Chargers got a little squad over there on offense. The high power offense and they defense ain't ain't half bad. I'm gonna go with the Chargers in that division. Only reason why I didn't go Raiders is because it's Derek Carr. But anyway. <laughs> now AFC North. Now y'all know this is my division, and it's so hard for me to say this. What I'm about to say. Don't you do it. Don't you don't don't it's you do so it. It's so hard to say this. What I'm I about, about to, to say. Do it. But you really said the Ravens was gonna win this division. Really, like who is Lamar gonna throw the football to other than Andrews? You figured out for him in the past, right? <laughs> He's been doing it so far. <laughs> figured it out before. He made Willie Sneed look like a pro bowler, baby. He can do it all. He can do it all. Willie Sneed wasn't known for nothing besides having pretty hair and being the coach's son. And then all of a sudden, he got to Baltimore and became a ball player. But I got you. I hear you. Uh, Well, I hope he he give up some of them talents to somebody because I ain't buying it. So wait, who who you got winning the AFC door? It's a tough one, man. It's a tough one, man. It's a tough one. If Deshaun Watson was playing, I would have the Browns head to toe. But we know how that went. Watts on, Watts off episode. Tap in, fellas. But yeah. anyway, yeah. I'm going to go Joe Burr. I'm going to go Joe Burr. Mm. They, they stood packed. They didn't really make a lot of moves, but they stood packed. They went to Super Bowl last year. I got to get on their respect. I'm going to go Joe Burr and lead them. Uh, I think the Steelers finished second, believe it or not. I really do. Uh, just because Deshaun Watson ain't playing, and I really don't. I think the Ravens have a horrible year this year. They lay are off the weed. <laughs> they they are they are one Lamar Jackson injury away from losing the division and being in the Bryce Young I, sweepstakes. Now, now that I do agree with hundred percent, a, a uh, thousand exactly. They are a Lam- when you're when you when one player means that much to your team, I can never put you above three hey. or three or four in the division. Fun fact, since Lamar Jackson was drafted, their winning percentage is like um, 25% when Lamar is not playing. Exactly. That's from from Burrow. I mean, not Burrow. That's from Flacco to Huntley. They've only won about 25% of their games when Lamar is not suiting up. Exactly. That's why when when one player means that much to your team, then I can't can't pick you. It would be over a three in your seat. And the Browns, I mean, they get Deshaun back. So after game 11, if Geno can get them five and five and then maybe win that 11 game and Deshaun could close out the door, even though he's going to be rusty. But, I mean, he ain't played in almost two years now. I think he can get you three three out of the last five. So, dude, I think the Ravens going to win eight games. Eh, it's tough, but I don't think so. They also have a tough division as well. But Tomlin also has not had a losing season yet, so Gibbs, you can laugh all you want. Somehow he finds a way. He finds a way. Hey, somehow. Listen, I'm, can... I'm not. I'm not saying that I don't believe in Tomlin. I think that's a bad team. I'm not saying that. All I am saying is um, that this team, that Steelers team, keeps getting worse. That they they keep getting that, a little hey, older, a little hey, worse. That that's yeah. fine. 
Tomlin finds a way somehow, some way. That's fair. That's fair. I get that. I get that. Well, AFC South, last division. I'm gonna go Titans just because they don't have no receivers at all. But Tannehill and Derrick Henry can get you six games, I think. At their best, they can get you six games. And they have two receivers that at their peak, they can they can they can be somewhat playable. Like they their receiver core ain't terrible. They just always hurt. Can we all agree on that? Their receiver core is not terrible, it's just always hurt. Yeah, I get that. Okay, so I'm going to go Titans because I'm definitely not picking the Texans. And I would almost bet my entire net worth that the Jaguars don't win more than five games. Even though they did get a lot better, I don't see them sniffing more than five games. I got the Jags and the Texans finishing with five. Yeah, I don't see five. Y'all, y'all I don't, great I, souls. I don't, I don't see. Five I, I said, I said, I bet my life savings that they won't win on on on, on five games. Now I bet a band that they don't win more than three. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> and then the Colts, of course. If you telling me to bet on Matt Ryan, you almost had to put a gun to my head and tell me you are gonna kill everybody I know if I if I don't bet on Matt Ryan. <laughs> Ooh wee! That boy said you got to pull the yop out to get me to consider it. Uh, that's yeah. not a guarantee. Hate it. Yeah. Hate that for yeah. you. So, so those are my picks, man. Those are my picks. Well, my picks are pretty simple, man. I, I'm a firm believer, and you got to show me something. You you got to show me something. And also, the best predictor of future behaviors is the past. Since we're talking about Castex, shout out Miss Vicky Green. That was a line that she taught me that has stuck with me for the rest of my life because it truly is the greatest predictor of future behaviors, which is why I'm going to start off with the NFC East. Everything says that we're, we're the Cowboys should be the, the, the odds on favorite. They, they should be. They're the defending champs. They have, they're bringing most, the most back, all that good stuff, all that. Let me explain something to you. Do y'all want to guess when the NFC East last had repeat champions? NFC East? Uh-huh. Eagles in 05 and 06? Yeah, I was about to say it was the Donovan McNabb Eagles, wasn't it? It was Donovan McNabb-led Eagles. However, Josh, you are wrong. 03, 04. Matt uh. did not have the hit stick last time. There was a back-to-back. <laughs> Matt, they had music on the main menu. They had the... That's, that's what they had last I mean... So I think I, I honestly think that this is we it's gonna be more of the same. We're gonna see the Eagles pull it off. We're gonna see the Eagles figure out a way to get it done. I, I was debating. It was tough. It was that tough that was a toughest division, I think, for me. That was the yeah, toughest division. That fact, fact, because I kept saying about now listen, the Giants are not in this competition. I again, Oh, I didn't say they were. I just think to, they're gonna be better than you should think. For for me to say that they have the worst receiving core in the NFL is like that's not even something that I got to really think hard about because, like, they're one of the few teams in the league. I don't think they have a single guy that could be the number three receiver on a good team. Like, not a single one. Between no, Galladay, no, Tony, not, I, and, and, and Shepard, I don't think they have a single I'm, guy. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying, the, like you said, history. History tells you the Giants always find a way to have one random year where they're relevant. And I think this is one of the because they've been bad for quite some time now. We, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, out of the NFC West, I got the 49ers. I think that there's a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. 
I th- listen, I hate to do this. I hate to do this, but I think there's going to be a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. And here's the thing. I think that the Rams are going to look at themselves as a team who can turn on the switch. And so they're not going to take the regular season as serious. So you think they're going to have the Chiefs syndrome? A little bit. Yeah. I think they're going to have that, that thing of, hey, we're the champs. We've shown that we can do it. We can turn it on in the playoffs. Last year we were a, a wild card team. We could do it again. It's not going to bowl well for them. Uh, in the NFC North, I have the Packers only because they're the least bad. And not only are they the least bad, that defense is legit. That offense, ooh, they're going to have some problems. They're going to have some problems. They, there's going to be some struggles offensively. But when you got Aaron Rodgers and a solid defense, I think that's enough to get you over the hump. In the South, when you talk about least bad, the Bucs definitely get that in the NFC South. Think about the other teams in the NFC South. You got the fighting Baker Mayfields, where I don't think Matt Rule is going to last the entire season in Charlotte. You got the uh, Falcons, who, I mean, free Kyle Pitts, man. Free the man. Free the man. <laughs> He's so good, bro. He's Kyle so Pitt, good. He is a generational talent at tight end. He can do it all except maybe block well. But everything else, he does at a, at a crazy level. And yeah. now he's stuck with Marcus Mariota. Hate it had to be him. And then you move on to the Saints, the fighting J. Boo Winstons. Listen, um, the Saints' defense is good. I think Jameis Winston is better than people give him credit for. 30 for 30, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can't, I can't find I can't find it in me to believe in Jameis. I can't do it. I'm sorry. And Michael Thomas probably still ain't gonna play. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's a whole nother can of worms there. But um, so again, you've got the the Saints, you've got the Panthers, you've got the Falcons. Uh, the Bucks will be all right. I think the Bucks are going to be all right. And uh, in the AFC, I got the Bills. I think the Bills, I think Bill Belichick retires after this year. Maybe one more. I think after that Cole Strange pick and how people looked at that pick, I'm pretty sure Bill Belichick is going to retire any one of these days coming up here pretty soon because there's there's not too much more left for him to do. There's not. I think that's what him and Tom Brady compete. No, who retired first? I, I guess. I guess. Or who died I, first? One or the other. <laughs> question between. <laughs> question between sports. The more they play on without their, you know, star player, who is tarnishing their legacy more, Belichick or Popovich? Ooh, ooh, Belichick by far. And let me tell you why. So. Let me tell you why. Popovich does not play or does not coach the ultimate team sport. Like we all know in basketball, especially in the NBA, you just need a star. Like there are not, when you talk about teams that are really good without a star, they're so few and far between. We remember them. They're etched in our minds for a very right. long time. We look at the the Nets when they had uh, Karis LeVert and D'Lo and Jared Allen. We look at the Hawks when there was Damari Carroll and, and, uh, Teague and Kyle Corver and Horford. You look yeah. at uh, the Pistons, the bad boys in 03, where, where it was like no great player individually, just a really solid team. You don't see that anymore in the NBA. Like you don't, you don't see teams making the playoffs without one guy that you can point to and say, he's box office. Who right. on the Spurs is box office? Lonnie Walker? <laughs> well, he's a Laker now. He's a Laker now. Even worse. Oh, yeah, he did go to the Lakers. So, yeah. so Keldon Johnson? Keldon Johnson? Man. Listen. They, got, they got my mans over there. Uh, B. Elisa. Ain't he over there? Oh, no, he on the Warriors now, right? 
Yeah, he on the Warriors. Hey, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell. You, I, I've never heard anybody say Bellinelli is box office. Never heard it. Never heard it. <laughs> that never Bellinelli's heard. still in the league. That's crazy. Never heard it. I've that never boy heard. kept the check. He kept well, the check. Here, I've never heard say anybody say. I'm just saying. I've never heard. I know we gotta get to the topic on top. We're gonna go over today. Sorry for the uh, audience, but I'm gonna say this. It looks worse for Bill because Tom succeeded without Bill. And okay. I was just about to say that's yeah. the other part. That's other part. okay. None of none of Bill Belichick's got. I mean, none of um, Popovich's got. Like Tony Parker didn't go to the to the Hornets and become like a champion. Like he didn't turn. Into the <laughs> right. And, and, and Ka- yeah, you can say Kawhi did that, but we could argue that if the Warriors was healthy, they wouldn't have stood a chance. And on top of Kawhi, also went into the perfect situation. Like the the a team that was battling for first, and then. Pop didn't miss the playoff still when he took the Rosen over there. So I mean, he, he he wasn't a bad team. Bill was horrible when Tom left. Tom won a Super Bowl and he still ain't recovered. You know, Pop still has some relevancy in the NBA. Yeah, Bill Belichick looked like future talk about. I know I'm gonna get my chick back. She's not coming back. <laughs> She's not coming back. He's still waiting on Sierra, like, low key. Hey, he is. God, God bless his little soul. Nevadius, you got to clip that one too, dog. Nevadius, let's let's have a heart to heart with you right now. Super future, future Hendrix, let it go. Okay, she's gone. All right, they just bought a twenty five million dollar house out in Denver. She ain't coming back, and that's okay. That's all right. And she's now, about to have another baby. God, that boy keep getting her pregnant. He's trying to catch up with Nick Cannon, the young boy. I'll tell you what. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> back to the football of things here. Uh, speaking of future and, and 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 Russell Wilson and all that, I got the Chiefs winning the toughest division in football next year. I think that the AFC West is going to be by far the toughest division. I oh, think man. even the team that finishes in last place may be 500 or have a winning record. And I think that's going to be the Raiders. I think the, the Raiders are going to be the worst team, but I think that they're, it's going to be, it's going to be close. The Raiders are going to be close to, to getting over the hump in terms of having a winning season. But you've got the Chiefs who have the best player in the game in Pat Mahomes. Uh, you have the the you have the Chargers who have an up and coming quarterback with some really good pieces around them. And I'm gonna tell you, if the Chiefs would have shored up that defense, I'm not the Chiefs. If the Chargers would have shored up the interior of that defensive line, I would have no problem picking them to win it all because I don't know what this offense is gonna look like without Tyreek Hill. But I just I don't think they're quite there yet. I think they're one year away. I think they're what I think the Chargers one maybe two years uh, away. So the Broncos now the Broncos are the ones that are the the wild card of the group. Honestly, I think their receiving core is mid. I think their receivers are mid. And I know everybody loves Cortland Sutton. Everybody talks about how good of a route runner Jerry Judy is and all that. How fast Hamler is. I just. I, I don't think that Locke was holding them back. I just don't think they're that good. So, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But, uh, yeah, I got the Chiefs coming out of the West. Um, in the AFC South, I think that this one is going to be easy. I think this is going to be the Colts. This is the Colts' division to lose uh, because Tannehill will not bounce back well from that last performance. I don't I don't think that there's a world in which he just comes back and is instantly like, Oh yeah, so what? I threw a bunch of bad picks and lost my team the game. We're gonna be all right, <laughs> right? Mm-mm. I think he struggles, and Derrick Henry got hurt last year. And let me tell you something: when it comes to running backs, 
You better treat them like Leonardo DiCaprio does his girlfriends. After they turn 26, hit the bricks, buddy. <laughs> hit the bricks. You're not too much. You're used up. You're used goods. And Derrick Henry's had a ton of touches on those legs. Hit the bricks, my brother. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's what I got going on there. The AFC North, this one is – it's all contingent on one player, like Chris said. And I, I disagree with who you have winning, but I do agree that this is based on one player and one player alone. Uh, Lamar Odafin Jackson, my brother in Christ, if you healthy, if you healthy, y'all going to be all right. The Ravens going to be okay. If Lamar so much as winces the wrong way, especially with the Ravens not trying to pay him out of contract, mm, eh, that could get a little hairy. That could be a little hairy of a situation there. So, you know, that, those are my uh, picks for the, the winners of the division. Chris, hit us with the game so we can get you with the pod pick em challenge. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. We got the Buffalo Bills and Los Angeles Rams. That's first game. Joshua, you got? I got Buffalo. Okay, okay. Josh got Buffalo. Gibbs, who you got? I got Buffalo as well. I think, again, Super Bowl hangover. I think the Rams are a little too excited. They they don't get it done in game one. Yeah, I think it's a mix of Rams being excited and uh like I said, Josh Allen looking to prove something this season. Uh LA been up right now. I mean, they just got Patrick Beverly on the Lakers. We ain't talking about it, but hey, the 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 LA up right now. So I'm gonna go Rams. I'm gonna go Rams. Getting Patrick Beverly is up. I was just talking I was cracking a joke. All right, all right, all right, all right. So next game. Pittsburgh Steelers and Cincinnati Bengals. Rivalry game right off the top. Who y'all I got, got? I got Cincinnati. They uh, okay. feeling okay. it over that Super Bowl loss. They got something to prove against the division rival. Um, and I, <laughs> I don't have faith in Pittsburgh whatsoever. I got Cincinnati. Okay, okay. Uh, Gibbs, who you got? Oh, man. This is, this is going to be a tough one. I got Pittsburgh. Tomlin always finds a way to win games he shouldn't. I think he starts winning the games that he shouldn't right here. I got Pittsburgh. Y'all ain't even got to ask me. Tomlin, we always start <laughs> off hot. Let's go, Pittsburgh. I'm about to have my Steelers game on, posted in front of the TV, my NBA NFL ticket that I got for free. Don't tell on me, Twitch. But anyway, um, so New England versus the Miami Dolphins, another rivalry game off the bat, man. How y'all feeling about this one, man? Josh, what you got? Uh, ah, I got New England. Ooh, although I don't, I don't I have New England winning division by by any sorts. I do think that uh, this season coming up, I don't think I'm going to have New England performing as bad as y'all two do. I got them around like eight wins, but I think that both Mac Jones and uh, Bill looking to prove something this season. I don't know what exactly they're going to prove. It's not going to be a playoff appearance, but I think they're going to perform slightly better than we're expecting them to. Okay, okay, okay. Gibbs. I got Miami. I got Miami. Give me the hey, Dolphins. Give hey, me the Dolphins. My pops in Miami, he said Miami up right now. They got Tyreek Hill. <laughs> now, let, me tell you, let me tell you, this is what I think is going to happen. I think Miami is going to start the season hot with McDaniels and the, the fresh thinking, new mind, new offense type of deal. I think they fizzle out down the stretch, but I think this is part of a hot start. I, 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 could, I could dig it. I could dig it. All right, Josh. I'm going to go Miami. I'm going to go against the grain against you again, man. I'm going to go Miami. All right. Go Miami. 
Tyreek Hill, he got a chip on his shoulder. The, the Chiefs didn't really want him. They was like, here, take take him for a bag of chips. You got Jalen Waddle on the other side with him, so he no longer has to be a number one if he don't have, want to. And also, uh, they set up Tua for if he fails, then they realize they, they drafted a bus. So I think that Tua has no choice but to play good this year. They gave him the right weapons around him. I think they actually surprised people. So I'm going with Miami. Next game. Las Vegas Raiders versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Josh, who you got? I got the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay, okay. Um, I, I do think oh, it's gonna be I, I do think it's gonna be game of the week. This division is gonna be crazy this year, but I do have uh the LA finishing with two more wins to Las Vegas. So in order, you know, for that to follow suit, I got the Chargers winning this game. I feel it, I feel it. Okay, Gibbs, who you got? Hey, do y'all realize that Deshaun Jackson was on the cover of an NCAA football game that started with the the NCAA 2000 and? Like, not a 14, not a 10. I believe it was, what, 2009, was it? Or I feel like that makes sense. That's crazy. Because I remember when I stopped playing Madden in 09, I think I stopped playing Madden in 09, in the fantasy drafts, I would always go get Deshaun Jackson because he was that one rookie that had like 98 speed or something like that. That is absolutely nuts. He was on the cover of NCAA football 09. That is crazy. You 36. Stop taking the tops <laughs> off the defense. With that being said, I think this is a good matchup for the Chargers. Um, realistically, Darren Waller is one of the most dynamic weapons in the league. However, they have a Darren Waller negator. And Derwin James, I think the Chargers get it done. And a nail-biter, though. Yeah, I think the Chargers get it done in maybe an OT game. First OT game of the year. They had a great playoff game. Well, end of the season game last year. That Wait, did we tied. finally have a game where everybody agrees? Yeah. Did, yeah. did everybody say Chargers? Wow, we have one where everybody agrees. Look at us. Look at us good guys here. Look at us. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going I'm to go Chargers. I mean, I, I'm really high on Keenan Allen-Mike-Williams combo with Justin Herbert developing still. <sighs> I would hate to be Sorensen going against them. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, last game we're going to pick Tampa Bay versus Dallas. Now, before I let y'all pick, I'll remind y'all, Tampa Bay and Dallas had a very good game one last year. Dallas lost by two points. Dak Prescott sold it. He got him in field goal range. They couldn't spike the ball in time. Josh, who you got? I got Tampa Bay. Okay. You like old man Brady. I do think it's going to be a close game. I mean, it comes down to two things. Um, In sports, especially in football, it comes down to who can get stuff done. And history repeats itself. Tom Brady can get stuff done, and the Dallas Cowboys can't. It's been a trend for the past 20 years. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to agree with Josh on this one. I think, and this ain't even about Brady. This is about McCarthy. I do not have the slightest <laughs> bit of faith in Mike McCarthy. In terms of coaching tiers, to me, Mike McCarthy is like on a very, very low tier. Like of, of coaches who have ever won Super Bowls, I would have him on like the very, very bottom of that uh tier. So I don't really have faith that they're going to win this game. I I have I have more faith that the um the Bucks with that very underrated receiving core makes it happen. Mike Evans has been a gem for years and he's not seeming to slow down or get any worse. Um I think they get it done. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to go with Dallas. 
I'm gonna go with uh, not to be different. Audience, we like we just showed, we all perfectly fine being agreeing. I just think Dallas being at home, they uh I think they're at home, at least I think they're at home. But Dallas mm-hmm. being um, I think Dallas is actually the the favorite. No, no, Tampa Bay is hard, sorry. I think them being the underdog actually helps. And also, I think Dak is out for revenge after the last year game one. And Dak, I think Dak actually shows people more so the reason why he took the job as QB1. I think this year Dak gets back to that. Ezekiel Elliott gets back to being more of an Ohio State type running back. Uh, I know he's getting older, but I think he's still got one more year left in his prime, and I don't think he gets injured this early in the season this year. Hopefully he doesn't. I don't like seeing anybody get injured. But I'm going to go Dallas, man. I'm going to go Dallas. All righty. Well, uh, that's that's all we got for y'all today. I know y'all tired of us talking about the picks and talking about the trades and talking about who's going to be good in the future. But come on back next week and the week after that and the week after that. Peace and love, y'all. I know you had enough, uh, uh, uh,